guys. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Have you ever have you ever thought to yourself about like what if a sexy vampire flew into my bedroom right now? Every day, every night, every, every second. night I go to sleep and I'm like, hmm. I hope a vampire disturbs my sleep, and alas, never has. Never has. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. You know how people have, have hey, stuff is... to keep away vampires. I'm gonna make up a thing to attract them. <laughs> you do stuff to invite Reverse vampire. garlic. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Divers and Drivers. Welcome back. Welcome. It's so nice to have you. Now in November. Wow. Wow. We've made it this far. We're almost done with the year. We're so close to finishing the year. We're your hosts, Kwanamoya. I use she, her, her pronouns. And I am your host, Quinn Cologne. They, them, theirs. This is our okay. second <laughs> ever spelling test. test episode. Yay. Yay. For those of you who are new here, spelling test is the episode category where we talk all things witchcraft, spirituality, um, spelling test. Water is cleansing in all of its forms, therefore when you take a shower, physically and spiritually, you are cleansing yourself. Spelling test. Um, remember to, uh, charge your tarot cards because they deserve it and they work hard for you and yep, that's yep, not yep. nice. And remember, kids... Practice safe hacks! Yay! Look at that, we actually remembered our intro for once. We went over it before we pressed record. Topic for today. What's something I've noticed recently, and not just recently, like for the past few years at least. Um, a lot of people online, uh, and like a lot of like the spiritual side of TikTok, back when I still had TikTok. It's, it's on Twitter and on Instagram a lot too, and Facebook. And, but... Where I notice it most is on TikTok is a lot of people, a lot of young people are trying to get into spirituality, which I love. I love seeing it. People interacting with alternative forms of spirituality, wow, incredible. I love it and I support it, right? However, it's been very popular for people to just throw around the term and practice of manifestation. You've probably heard it. Mm. There's like, you know, some life coach on Twitter being like, if you work hard and you visualize it, you can manifest it or whatever. Or somebody somewhere being like, I need $200 for these concert tickets. Help me manifest it, guys. Right? Or like I see, I used to see on TikTok a lot, like different methods of manifestation or, you know, using affirmations to manifest. Right? And so the thing is, fantastic that people are getting into it right? I love it. I love to see it. That's, you know, some of those methods are, you know, helped me when I first started my practice in manifestation, right? But now I've been doing it for over a year now. I want to say like a year and a half, I've been seriously practicing manifestation and a lot of what I have manifested has come true, right? Um, But a lot of the, the ways that people are, you know, spreading it, 
online, <laughs> like if it's if it's the plague or something, a lot of the ways that people are spreading it or you know sharing it aren't sustainable ways of for the practice. Like a lot of the tips that they're sharing aren't, and I'm not gonna say that they're they're wrong to do because there's no wrong way to manifest, but the foundations that it that they're built upon aren't sustainable for you know, good outcomes and good rewards of this practice. Because manifestation at the end of the day is just about attracting what you deserve and what you want in your life. It's it's a lot of just throwing around, you know, um, really e simple and easy methods, but it's not a lot of teaching the foundations of manifestation. And that's why people get discouraged. And that's why people think that it's that manifestation doesn't work because they don't do their own research behind it. I don't know about Twitter and stuff like that because I don't have Twitter. And I definitely don't know about TikTok. Now, anyway, I don't pay attention to TikTok. I have no idea what's going on on there. I um, remember when I had TikTok, manifestation was getting super popular. But I think this just goes for um, new age spirituality in general because manifestation is very specific and what I've noticed in general with, although I am kind of minimizing my social media intake or I'm trying to, I do absorb a lot of spiritual content on there. And there is a lot of new age spirituality and new age manifestation. And a lot of it, it's complicated because on one hand, it's like, I'm glad that the this generation is wanting to be more spiritual because you can see it. A lot mm -hmm. of people... A lot of young kids, young kids, young people, yeah, um, are are looking into new forms of spirituality or focusing on spirituality more, etc. Which is good because focusing on spirituality um, is, I mean, I think makes you a nicer person usually. Yeah, um, like genuinely. Um, I I don't know enough about manifestation itself to really comment on on the state of how it's being treated, but I will say in terms of new age spirituality and stuff like that, I find a lot of first of all a lot of content creators uh, that are popular spiritual people are mostly white, mm -hmm. including manifestation people, mostly white, which I find is a problem. Like the other day, I was researching stuff about opening chakras or something. And I, Ooh, which are very yeah. whitewashed, oh, I was literally like, the first video that came up was like, I don't know, the most views or something, mm -hmm. but I purposefully did not click it because, and this is no shade, I purposefully did not click it because it was a white person, yeah. and I clicked the video underneath, which was a black woman, because I was like, I, I was like, I need to, you know, actively work on broadening my spiritual intake because a lot of famous content creators are white mm -hmm. it's a I lot mean? of it's a lot of, now nowadays it's with this rise in spirituality that we're having which again is not a bad thing it's just it's a lot and i've said it before and i'll say it again it's a lot of urban outfitter spirituality yes. it's a lot of like you know white sage to cleanse your home oh and my it's like god you know, and it's uh, a lot of the new age spirituality that's out there is actually like introduces practices and tools of spirituality, but it doesn't introduce the foundations of it or the history of it. And, and it's also a lot of spirituality that I've seen that is 
um, becoming popularized is very, it's not telling you to like buy things necessarily, but a lot of it is focusing on physical things, right? Like I've seen so many, and this is just spirituality now. I think a lot of spirituality and spiritual people get obsessed with buying spiritual items Mm -hmm. like and i'm gonna make them love it i'm not gonna oh no we i think we all are are not outside no 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 no. (laughs) i mean we're we know literally look at all the crystals that i have why do i have that many who fucking knows but we we know we're doing it yes right but we're more conscious about it but the problem is when the the problem (laughs) no i'm saying the problem is when a content creator um makes content and prioritizes showing physical objects rather than talking about the actual practice Mm -hmm. which i guess could also relate to manifestation if it's focused on i don't know crystals or something um because you know when you when you look at spiritual stuff like there are a lot of spiritual content creators who uh, a, a big majority of the videos they make are like thrift hauls, witchy thrift hauls, mm-hmm. or tarot collections, or tarot unboxings, or mystery box unboxings, right? And that's a lot of content that I see, which is just very, it doesn't focus on what spirituality and witchcraft is actually about. That's that's just my opinion. And also a lot of it is very um, overly positive, which I hate. Yeah. That actually does relate to another point that I wanted to make about manifestation, which um, manifestation, a lot of people, a lot of the way that it's been introduced to people, at least on TikTok, is very easy, accessible methods of manifestation. You do the one, two, three method. Mm. You do this, you do scripting, but it's uh, like repeating the same, the same phrase over and over again. Or, like, a number of times, and you use numerology for it. So, like, you do it four times to bring stability. You do it three times for abundance, for, for abundance you know. Ten times for an entire, like, a whole world, you know, a whole, a big life change or whatever. Right? Which, again, aren't bad ways to do it and aren't bad ways to go about it. The thing is, is that there are so many different styles of manifestation that I'm... I fear that these pages and, like, these spiritual pages on TikTok and on just general, you know, online media, I fear that they're pushing the envelope, that there are, that there's a much more limited range of how to do manifestation than there actually is, right? And I feel, wait, I feel like I forget I should I should put it out there now. When we say manifestation, we mean this as a practice to again attract whatever it is you desire into your life. Um, and it's all about just bringing in and creating the reality that you want, right? Money, cars, jobs, opportunity, travel, just anything that you feel that you deserve, you attract. Another thing in, in regards to they just limit the amount of stuff you can do with manifestation, I feel like those pages also always make it look super easy. Yeah. And the thing is, manifestation can be easy. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's a lot of symbols. It's a lot of, you know, 
visualizations and um, affirmations and it can literally just be looking yourself in the mirror and telling yourself I deserve X, Y, and Z. I'm going to get X, Y, and Z. It can be as simple as that. But the thing is, the backbone and the, the point that they don't emphasize about New Age spirituality and just about manifestation in general is that it is half how you do it and then the other half is discipline. Like anything you do ever. <laughs> Right? But discipline is what makes the manifestation work. Because if you say once to yourself or to somebody, like, oh, I'm getting, a, I'm getting my dream car in April. And then that's all you do for it. Yeah. It's, the universe isn't going to reward you. And it's not going to match your vibration and you're not going to attract it. Right? You, it's, it's, it's it's work. It doesn't have to be hard work, but it is work. And that's the thing. You have to find the methods that work for you. Scripting, which is one of the most common ways that I've, that I've seen it done, is literally just taking a notebook and writing in your notebook as if you already have this item. So if you're manifesting your dream car, you you write it like, oh, I'm in love with my with my car. It's the car of my dreams. I feel fantastic when I drive this car. I love all of the compliments that I get when I'm in this car. Right? And you do that, and you do it for however long that you want. But there's Mm -hmm. so many other ways to do it. Meditation. Visualizations are incredibly powerful. The thing is, manifestation is built on the law of attraction, which a lot of people who just start practicing don't know about. And that's the issue. Because research is not encouraged in these spaces. Mm. Um, Nobody's saying, like, go do your own research and find out what works for you. They're just putting different methods out there you know it's 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 like manifestation at least in tiktok how i've seen it is very much like somebody is giving you the tools to build a house but they're not giving you the actual blueprint to build a house house. right so you can throw a bunch of shit together you can nail as many planks as you want but at the end of the day if you don't have the blueprint it's not going to look like the house that you want it to look like Mm. If you want to start practicing manifestation and you want it to be a part of your practice and you want to reap the rewards that, you know, seemingly everybody has from this practice, you need to do your own research. You need to find out what works for you. Research the law of attraction. And then you have to actually put the work in and you have to, um, you have to just, you have to just go for it. I remember when I first started doing my own research on manifestation, I I opened up this article that this woman wrote where she talks about her, her personal experiences. And it said that when she first found out about manifestation, she thought it was just about the mindset, right? Mm. And she started using it when she was a teenager in high school. And she was like, oh, I just learned about manifestation. I'm going to manifest a good grade on my test, Right. And she didn't study at all, but she thought to herself, hey, I'm going to get a good grade on this test and I'm going to, and I'm going to get it because I deserve to get a good grade on this test. Test rolls by, she doesn't know anything. She fails. Because also, you can't only manifest and expect for it to land in your lap. Yeah. The universe rewards the hard, the hard work that you put into doing something. And so if it sees you doing this hard work and putting in this effort, but also asking for the reward... It'll be like, why not? It'll be like, yeah, sure. I see the effort that that you're putting in. I see you 
um, making room in your life for the reward that you want. So I'm going to give it to you. Manifestation 101, you want to get started with it? Do your research, find out the methods that work for you. I, I'm not even joking when anything can be manifestation. Literally fucking sex magic can be manifestation. You can literally like, like time it with the phases of the moon, fucking dial the rotary, make the bald man cry, fucking uh, do, do whatever you, you have to and then visualize yourself in that moment being like, ah, yes, I'm having sex in my new car. And then boom. <laughs> That's, that's a valid form of manifestation. Like, I'm not joking. It can be anything. What, what these pages do get right that I will give to them is that it is about your mindset. You have to believe that you deserve what is coming to you. Right? And it can be hard for some people, of course. You know? That's why you have to start small. I see bitches yeah. all the time being like, I'm in love with this guy. I'm going to manifest for him to fall in love with me. Which, first of all, no. That's because fucked up. That is fucked up. You don't manifest somebody's will to bend because you want... You want something so from them. So many people are so self-absorbed. If you want to manifest love, you manifest new love. You don't manifest for someone to love you. Yeah. That's not healthy for you or them. And, and the universe is not going to like yeah. it. The universe does not like it when you fuck with other people's trajectory in life. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say it. People who have never done this before. The first things that they do straight out, straight out the gate is, I want to manifest for someone to fall in love with me. Or I want to manifest an acceptance to this college. Which is what I did. Manifestation, you need to learn how to use it. Which, it's a skill that you build up. Practice. You know, it's practice. Practice like every makes other thing perfect. in life. And you need to build and you need to build your self-confidence when it comes to it. You can't just start manifesting that you're going to live in a penthouse and that you're going to move in next week when you've never done it before. You need to start off small. But you have to believe that you'll get it because if you say that you're going to see ice cream but internally you're like this, this is this is this is stupid. This is, this is not going to work. I don't the universe doesn't work for me like that. I've never seen this happen for, for... This has never happened to me. Why would it start happening now? That's debilitating, and that's gonna fuck up the rest of your practice. Y'all need to learn how to do research, man. Which too practice people, so much research? Too many people ask really dumb questions. <laughs> and that's not to say y'all are stupid. No, we love you. But you guys are... Our listeners aren't stupid. Our listeners are the smartest our people on the planet. Our listeners are literally, like, however, geniuses. You have however, such an, a high however, IQ for listening to having, this podcast. Having, like, Facebook, which is, like, witchcraft Facebook, which I find to be really helpful sometimes. There's often a lot of stuff on there that you're, like... Because it's a lot of older witches who use Facebook. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of that older... Does make sense. Yeah, you just naturally get a lot of older, like, older wisdom. That being said, you also get a lot of fucking dumbass shit on Facebook... <laughs> But that's besides the point. You gotta learn how to differentiate the two. There's a lot of people who ask, like new witches, who ask the easiest stuff that I'm like, you can just Google this. Like, they're like, what can I use rosemary for? How do I, I how do just... I smoke cleanse my house? How do I do this? I'm like, literally, did y'all forget that Google exists? Research is, research is difficult, I'll say. But mm -hmm. it's also so fucking easy. It's also the easiest thing. You Google it, and I, then you know, there will be a billion different answers, and all you have to do is read them and, and, and pick the ones that make sense. I will say, recommendations for your research, if you are starting a practice, um, 
please don't you have to learn how to identify new age websites yeah. from actual yes. witch websites a really good resource surprisingly is youtube i feel like people forget this but in all of witchcraft manifestation included you can change different you know you can you can change different methods to suit your own needs yeah it doesn't have to be Oh, you script every day for 20 minutes every day, every morning when you wake up and every night when you go to sleep. No, it could just be right before you go to sleep. Or it could be in the middle of your day. Or it doesn't even have to be scripting. It can be a, min a million other things. You don't have to d meditate every full moon. You don't have to mm -mm. use amethyst for protection. You can use so many other things and you can mix and match. To suit your own needs and to suit your own budget and whatever, whatever you know, what your limits are and I, where you're at. I saw this on Facebook and I wholeheartedly agree. Experimenting with magic is one of the best ways to learn about how it works. Because mm -hmm. then you experiment with shit and you're like, hey, maybe I'll try using... Um, you know, rosemary and garden sage in this spell, and I'll see if it works. Maybe I'll take some frog fruit, throw it into a bag, and try and make a ward. Let's see if that works. Mm -hmm. And that is what will help you learn more about your craft. And, and you craft build your general. repertoire. You know, like you build the the thing of the list of ingredients that you use, and you build your your experiences for for a spell. I've never seen anybody do this before. But for a spell recently, I harvested my own eyelashes, which is something that I've never seen anybody else do. I've never, I've never heard of it done. I'm sure somebody's done. I'm sure I'm not the first person to invent using your eyelashes, eyelashes for a spell. But you can, Quinn, Quinn, you, you've taught me this a lot. Like, like in living, in living here and living with you, you've taught me this, that anything has a magical property if you if you yes. really like imbue it with that intention. Yeah. Why did I use eyelashes? I feel like eyelashes are fantastic for manifestation. Why? You wish Any, on them. You wish on them. You literally wish on eyelashes. An eyelash falls on your friend's face and you're like, "Hey, you have an eyelash, make a wish." I don't do that, but I do that a you lot. You do that. I've been doing that ever since I was a kid, so of course I was like, "Yo, what if for my manifestation, what if I actually did that and it's been you know it's been i feel like it's been going great for me so far i love it i'm gonna keep doing it that's my that's my tip of the I day use your eyelashes tears. harvest people do that in I know. spells harvest your tears a lot of people harvest hair from different some places people, that we won't go down to some people harvest um period blood the thing that i will recommend for everyone to start manifesting is that if whatever you're manifesting in any way shape or form you have to have to get incredibly focused and specific. Don't you can't just say I'm manifesting love. What kind of love? Yeah. Don't, how do you want? How do you want it to arrive? What partner do you don't want? Don't assume the universe magically knows what you're talking about. Um. Don't worry about how you're gonna get it. In scripting, that's like a big no. Is that you don't write. I'm going to get a thousand dollars because I'm blah 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 blah. You write it as if you already have it, and you are like, I'm so grateful to have this money, I'm so abundant, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, the point is you have to be incredibly specific. I was manifesting an acceptance to my dream school. My dream school happened to be an incredible, and I've sp spoken about this in the last uh, spelling test when we talked about, you know, 
I talked about a prophetic dream that I had in, in relation yeah. to this. Um, I, so I was, my, my, my dream school was a private art school in Boston, which meant if, if private schools are expensive for college, even more so if it's an art school, right? So I manifested my acceptance to this college and it was great, right? I got my acceptance letter after like two years of working Ooh. and I'm, I'm super proud of it, bro. Like, are you kidding me? Yes, I did that. And nobody can say I didn't. Here's the thing though. I manifested the acceptance to the college, and it came. The thing that I didn't start manifesting until after my acceptance letter, I manifested a full ride to this college. After, after I acceptance. got my acceptance. Right? I've always wanted a full ride to this college. And that was my mistake. I, did, I wasn't ultra-specific with my manifestations. I would always, because I was so worried about getting into the school that I forgot about paying for it. Right? Yeah. So I would write... I want to, I feel so great being in this college. I feel so great, blah, 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 blah. I got in. Two weeks later, I got my financial aid award. And that's when, I, I mean, I got a pretty big scholarship. But it wasn't what yeah. I needed to attend the school. I was going to be attended, attending for roughly two years because I was at a transfer student. And roughly it was going to be $74,000 for those two years. <clears throat> I couldn't afford that. My family couldn't afford that. So... I decided to not accept my spot at that school, and I'm at my current college, which I love and I'm very happy about. Again, divine <laughs> timing is a huge thing. So it might not have been the plan, what I've been planning for, for three years, but I'm incredibly happy. I'm making connections. And you did get a full ride in the end. It just wasn't to the, the same college. Yeah, I did get a full ride. wasn't to the same college, and I did get my acceptance to that college. It's a cautionary tale only in the sense that you have to be specific with what you want. I'm happy where I'm at. I don't regret not going, genuinely. You just have to make sure that you know what you're talking about so the universe can give it to you. Because I got, the universe answered. And I got rewarded for that. Just not in the way that I had in mind. Because I didn't communicate that. Now your turn, Quinn. What's your cautionary tale in terms of manifestation? So, my cautionary tale... Again, is about specifically, you know, phrasing. At my school, I'm currently in a production of Angels in America. Woo! Can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the semester, we had general auditions. And so one of the things that I was manifesting for general auditions, because we do musicals and we also do straight plays and whatever, blah, blah, blah. One of the things that I was manifesting for general auditions was... Um, to have an important role in two shows, right? We were doing a lot of... There was a lot of shows happening. I don't remember what they all were. One of the shows was Ragtime that I think at the time I wanted to be in. Now I really don't want to be in Ragtime. Um, but at the time, I was interested in it. Um, and I think that's basically what my phrasing was for that manifestation, to have an important role in one or more shows or something like that. I don't know. And I talked about this briefly in another episode. I forget which one. I think it was Getting Older. How there was a run of The Crucible going on at my show. I mean, at my school. I ended up being wardrobe manager. This is what I talked about in Getting Older for The Crucible, which was 
which is an important role. You're in charge of costumes, divvying out costumes, yeah. fixing that, and, costumes if you need to. And the way that you spoke about it um, made it seem like a, a, an incredibly important role <laughs> with the way that you spoke about it. Talking about people running up and down the fucking thing, being super disorganized with their oh, costumes. Yeah, it was it was funny. Um, there were three co- wardrobe managers, which also I would like to say is interesting because it was like the only time that the professor had ever done that. I remember she said, she when we were first announced that we were the costume managers, her assistant was like three, and she was like, I'm trying something new. And I was like, that's interesting. Um, and now I'm obviously in Angels in America. It's whatever. Um, and so that that's just my little cautionary tale of, yes, I have two important roles in shows, but it wasn't the role that I meant. I meant being on stage Instead, I was an important role backstage, which was fine. Mm-hmm. I had an enjoyable time and being, being wardrobe manager. Being crew is very important. It's very fun. So yeah, phrasing is very important because yeah. if I had phrased it correctly, it probably would have gone differently. Not that I care. I'm fine with how it turned out, but it's just it's it's a little funny. It really just comes down to your methodology. How much you're willing to put in is how much you're willing to get out. But the biggest piece of advice that I got is that to make, like, the final ingredient to making your manifestations happen is that you have to live as if. And what that means is that you have to, you know, do the work, you know, you you do the spiritual work, you have to ask for it, you have to visualize it, you have to then let it go, you have to let it go. Because if you dwell on it, it's only going to emphasize that you, the fact that you don't, don't have, have it. it. Thesis statement of manifestation. Do your research. Believe in yourself. Be confident because without confidence, it's not going to work. Act as if you already have what you're manifesting. Find different... I'm getting the dog excited. <laughs> Find different methods that might work for you. Ultimately, manifestation is the work that you're willing to put in. Whatever work you put in, the universe will reward. I think everybody should manifest, frankly. I see all the time how people are like, yes, I use visualizations to be successful. Like, I, I think Oprah has talked about it at some point, which like, yo, Oprah. Oprah talks about it a lot. Oprah be like a reliable source. So be like Oprah, visualize your shit, script your shit. Um, use sex magic. Use glamour magic. Uh, live as if. And then you'll, you'll get rewarded because it's what you deserve. If you make a point of saying, this is what I deserve and this is what's coming to me, it will. Maybe in different ways because divine timing does exist. Yeah. I am not paying for college. I'm loving my institution. You know, it's just... Things happen and you work around it and then... You know, you get rewarded for the effort that you put into things. And that's 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 all of life. You know, yeah. that's not exclusive to manifestation. Okay, here is... Post of the week! Post of the week. It is... Oh, my God, Post please. of the week! Wait, we've never introduced I know, post of I'm, the week! We're introducing it right now. What's post of the week, Quinn? Oh, my God. Post, what is it? Please. Ah! Post of the What's week. What's post of the week? Ah! Post of the week is... um this segment that I don't think we've introduced ever. We kind of did it in the last media morgue. Um, 
but it wasn't really. Not quite. It's close to the same uh, same idea. Mm-hmm. It's a post that either one of us or sometimes both of us saw during the week. Um, today it just happens to be this this evening. We, we looked at it um, earlier. Um, that we find is topical and spite, sparks something in us that needs to be talked about or that we want to talk about. A little about. bit of discussion, you know? So, <clears throat> a little bit of a hot This take. is a post from Tumblr because it's a great place to get controversial <laughs> witchcraft posts and controversial posts in and general. Just controversy. Um, this Please. is from the Tumblr called Witchcrafting Boop and this post is entitled Witchcraft Every Day. This, I'm just going to read the post pretty much verbatim. And then I will talk about mm-hmm. thoughts. Briefly, and we'll, yeah. Um, it says, verbatim, quote, Every time I hear someone say you shouldn't work with spirits or deities if you can't commit to daily practice, a bit of my soul goes, I mean, one small hex won't break the bank. Uh, parentheses, I'm joking. No, but really, I assume that anyone who says that just really needs everyone to think that they wake up every day at 4 a.m., down a tea blend, chug a prayer, cast a circle with one leg, and enchant the muses with a three-hour ballad before starting their daily offerings and altar cleaning. Honestly, I find y'all exhausting. Not only will you say anything for clout, but the performative nature of your existence is like a physical siphon I can feel draining the happiness and life from your surroundings. If you don't believe in mental illness, just say that. Baby, there ain't nothing wrong with being stupid. The problem arises when you neglect to tell your audience that, and then your one brain cell-fueled mouth hole decides to let loose words that are inevitably going to find their way to some well-meaning practitioner who already feels guilty enough about their low spoon days. So for that, I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. The fact of the matter is, no one asked. Asked. They didn't ask for your opinion, nor mine. And the reason for that, my little gumdrop button, is because neither fucking matters. Like, I love to break it to you, but in the grand scheme of things, your little piss-cold hot take doesn't carry any weight in determining what will or will not work for literally anybody. Chums put it well, but I will paraphrase because I know this is already a big... A lot of big words for you. It's none of your business. Yeah, Um, hot take. That's a good take. It's a good take. I would say I... I'm, I, I have not worked with any deities and somewhat spirits, and I have this middle ground of agreeance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of is topical in a way, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't have to be a de- deity practice. This can be transferred to yeah, just it can be just practice everyday witchcraft. Low spoon days exist and sometimes low spoon days genuinely turn into low spoon weeks or low spoon months and that's how life is Mm -hmm. like that's literally how life is that being said it's important to try and prioritize some level of uh spiritual whatever but that doesn't mean like you know, meditating or whatever, because sometimes that can be really, really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Even I have just... trouble meditating. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I haven't meditated in so long. <laughs> Even just going outside, I view as spiritual, or noticing when something is beautiful that, you know, you usually don't notice, or or lighting a candle, or drinking fucking water, or drinking tea, mm-hmm. or whatever. Just something that you deem as spiritual, I think you should do every day just for your own well-being. But this also just relates to, like, I don't know. 
it's a little bit elitist because not a lot of people it is, have the same resources exactly. that these other practitioners have. Not it's, everybody can dedicate an hour to, you know, all daily altar cleanings or like daily, it's you a know, take, daily worship. It's a take that I've heard before from a lot of people. And I agree. Only like start working with spirits. I agree. Only start working with spirits or deities when you're ready to. Mm-hmm. That being said... It's, it's, it's not like these spirits or deities are gonna, like, hate you if you don't do one thing a day with good reason, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I've seen... Deities kind I've, of will I've hate seen... you when you're being, you know, vindictive. <laughs> yeah, I've seen stuff where it's like, if you promise to do something and then don't follow through for no good reason, you will be punished for that. Like, I saw something a while ago... Um, it was a TikTok, but I saw mm-hmm. something a while ago of a practitioner saying, I think it was Persephone or Aphrodite that they worked with, and they promised they would bring her home a candle or something from work on the way home. And they didn't do that, and then their rose quartz earrings that they left on the altar for her broke mm-hmm. because they promised something and then didn't follow through, I'm assuming, just because they forgot or didn't feel like going to the store when they should have mm-hmm. rather than obviously if something dramatic happened and they got into a car accident or something i'm sure the deity wouldn't be like too bad bring me home a candle you know <laughs> what i mean like yeah. so and this this i feel follows with mental illness as well because we can't sit here and say well these spirits and deities have no sympathy and they don't it because it is sympathy they can't it's not they can't be empathetic towards us it's Mm -hmm. impossible because and we can't be empathetic towards them because we have no idea that connection whatever yep so but it's not like of course they would feel sympathy for us because nine times out of ten these beings have existed for what millions of years usually sometimes less sometimes whatever it depends on the entity whatever generally but especially if it's like you know old deities these, they have worked with people for so long and they understand that human beings are broken. <laughs> We're a little fucky-wucky. Yep. And, you know, even now, I mean, for me, I am working on getting back into my practice. I, I, I had like a big lull in my practice for like a few weeks mm-hmm. recently and <clears throat> I need to do some like divination and talk to my guides whatever but point is like i don't feel the energy from my my guides being like well we're disappointed in you you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i feel a little bit of frustration which is natural when someone that you're working with because that's what it is it's basically like a work contract kind of <laughs> but when someone that you're working with stops following through even if it's a personal thing because i've mm-hmm. had that where I'm sure we've all had that where someone doesn't follow up on a contractual agreement that was made and it might be a completely valid reason like they had a family emergency or whatever it's still frustrating. Yeah. that they're not able to do that. And you're still allowed to be frustrated. And you're still allowed to be frustrated just like the guides are reasonably and, so though. Reasonably, yeah. But <clears throat> it's it's it is very um What I'm trying to say is there needs to be a level of discipline when working with other entities, especially, and with your own practice, I think a level of discipline, like we Mm -hmm. talked about with manifestation. Yep. Bless you. Bless you, Mary, is um, going to help. However, 
it's not the end of the world if you miss a day or two for for needed reasons, for mm-hmm. understandable reasons. And I've seen the take of like, well, you can't, you know, if you work with spirits or whatever, you need to be prepared to, you know, sacrifice all your time for them and be blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, man. They're not kids. No, they... <laughs> like, they understand. They, yeah. And and it's also like, it's very dependent on your relationship with them. Like, if someone isn't devoting enough time, you think, to a deity, that's not your business. You're not worshiping unless they the deity, ask, yeah. unless you're worshiping the same deity or working with the same deity, and they ask for your advice. Don't give it. Yep. Even if it's just a general post, like I say as we're making this, <laughs> but I'm 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 saying like don't don't sit here and say that people who don't <clears throat> do specific stuff every day or don't spend three hours doing only spiritual stuff a day aren't working as hard as they can because you don't know that yeah sometimes and also a lot of people forget and i'm this is something that i'm trying to incorporate a little bit more in my practice sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is nothing at all yeah you know so like of course do it with intention be like this is my day of rest i'm not going to do x y and z because it is draining and I need to recharge. You are like a crystal, bro. Go lay down in the sun. Go recharge. Go lay down in the moonlight. Go recharge. Go take a shower. Recharge. You got to be kind to yourself. Eat food. Drink water. Eat food. You know, like, like, you have to, in any practice, witchcraft or not, just general spirituality, you have to figure it out the way that it works for you and you can't, of course, you can look to others for assistance and, you know, as inspiration, but ultimately... A lot of, you know, and I see this all the time, too, in, in just, like, like lifestyle videos on YouTube or whatever, where it's, like, the woman wakes up at, like, four in the morning, she goes for a two-hour bike ride, yeah. then she does yoga, and it's, like, not everybody works from home and has that schedule. Not everybody, you know, Can do has, that. not everybody has the ability or the energy to work consistently for a few hours a day, and that's fine. It's just as long as you are putting in the effort and the intention and you're doing what you can within your own limits to practice, that's okay. Yeah, you are your most important spiritual tool. Mm -hmm. And without you, no matter what deity, spirit, etc., your daily practice, whatever you're doing for, none of it's going to fucking matter if you cannot do it. Mm -hmm. If you're overworking yourself. Like, for example... This is an example from somebody else. But those of you who follow Chaotic Witch on, I'm sure you're aware that they have discovered that their matron is Diana, etc. Diana, I saw this on a TikTok that they made. And I don't have TikTok. It was a compilation, so don't come for me. Um, But Diana told them, like, and this is just an example because, you know, it seems like it fits the topic. Told them that they need to just chill and not do anything. And she's going to... Oh, coming from Diana. Yeah. They need to chill and not do anything. And she's going to help them through a spiritual awakening. And their goal is to just let it happen. Don't try and do stuff because then they're going to get overworked. And that's quite literally like the best example I can 
have, I can like give of telling you that sometimes the best, like, like you said, sometimes the best thing you can do is nothing and just let it happen. Because if, if you are not functional, no matter how many stones and offerings and food and whatever you give to these beings, candles you light, it's not going to matter because it will be empty and lifeless without you. Mm -hmm. And they understand that. If you are not able to give the right energy and intention to them, nothing you do is going to matter as much as you just sitting there and being like, I understand I'm supposed to do this thing for you. I can't today for whatever reason. And I apologize. And I'm giving you my energy through saying this and etc. Mm-hmm. that's it yeah i tend to overwork myself sometimes when it comes to my spell work at least and you've seen this happen where i will be preparing a spell and i'm like i'm gonna do this 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 also oh this my god yeah this this comma this and then halfway through the spell i get incredibly burnt out and i'm not able to do the full thing and i have to put off the rest for another day some of some spiritual stuff can be incredibly draining and that's fine i'm not going to overwork myself because i said i would complete a spell yeah, I was if literally I, if like, I need this to, is so much that you're saying right now. <laughs> if I need to, I'll finish it on another day. You know, of course, you can time it to whatever moon cycle or whatever day of the week that you want. But, and it'll, it'll still work if you don't fulfill all of the timing needs, right? You just have to, I guess that's the thesis of the, of the, of the episode is just, if you're going to be spiritual, you have to find ways to make it work for you. Yeah. You know, work with you instead of you chasing some unattainable ideal because that's what you heard would work. Work it around your life, not the other way around. Good post of the week. Good post of the week. Thank you. Thank you again. Witchcrafting boop. Witchcrafting boop. And thank you, Skater Witch, for... That's you? That's me. Thank you, Skater Witch, for for picking this (laughs) post. Thank you so much. All right. Last segment. We're going to keep it short and sweet. Short and sweet. I got. I grabbed an easy book for it. I bought you that book at you the Strand in New book. York. I miss New York. All right, we are doing book fortunes. I grabbed a really easy one, and it's, it's nice. It's called Quotable Women: A Collection of Shared Thoughts. It's just quotes by famous women. Woo. You know, we can we can dig into these as deep as we want. All right, Quinn, I'm opening the book. Tell me when to stop. Stop. All right, left or right? Which page? My page. right. Your right. So my left. All right. This is by Dina Shore, American entertainer. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Never heard don't of her. I don't know who that is. Um, trouble is a part of your life. And if you don't share it, you don't give the person who loves you enough chance to love you enough. I like that. That's Read it again. the fortune. Read it again. Trouble is a part of your life. And if you don't share it, you don't give the person who loves you enough chance to love you enough. Mm. That's really sweet. That is really sweet. Don't bottle shit up. If you're having trouble with your spirituality, if you're having trouble with anything in your life... It's very topical to the episode. Talk to people about it. Because, again, um, sometimes the best thing you can do is nothing, but also sometimes the best thing you can do is share. So if you've got something on your mind, dear listener, if you've got something weighing you down... Find someone to talk to. Find someone to talk to. There's always somebody to talk to. I had a friend earlier who I barely talk to at all, messaged me about something that he was, you know, something that was worrying him. And I was like, hey, man, don't even fret. I've been in the same situation. And he's like, thanks, man. 
And I'm like, you're welcome, man. Anything, talk to And then plants. we made out. Just kidding. We did not make out. Talk to your plants if you have to. Talk to yourself if you have to. Sometimes talking out loud. Just talk out loud. Sometimes talking talk out loud. Talk to your house. Talk to your floor. Talk to, you, um, talk to the stars. Talk to the talk, moon. Talk to whoever. Talk to your dogs. This one wants me to pet her. And I am with my feet. Anyways. Guys, wait. Guys, listen. Here, make a noise. Yo, that was Yo. such a good noise. Hope y'all heard that. Hope y'all heard that. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for coming to this TED Talk. Mm. Yes, that is what it is. Thank you to Post of the Week. Thank you to Book Fortune. Thank you to Quinn for listening to me rant about manifestation for a good long while. Woo! And thank you, listener. Most thank important you. of all, thank you for listening to our second episode of, of Spelling, Spelling Test. Test. Remember... Practice safe hacks. You can find our socials down in the in the description. Give us a like. Give us a comment. uh, Give us divers and drivers on basically everything. Divers and drivers on basically everything. Um, Listen to our playlist that we have out. We have a playlist. It's with last connected to last Last medium medium more, more, but it's a good playlist. It is. All right. So share this episode with whoever you want. If you start practicing manifestation let us know i'd love to hear how it goes yeah reach out to us if you have any tips questions cookies comments etc and um have a wonderful evening listener morning afternoon saturday weekend um we love you week have a good week we'll see you next time for our media morgue episode yeah anyways listeners we love you have a great evening Oh, goodbye. Bye. Bye.